0: Money, money, money. Quickly to Wall. Wall
1: yeah. measures. Deal. Gets open for three. Dagger! Hold a hold the time. To the time. Here comes Pierce with five seconds left. Pierce with three.
2: Hey everyone, you're listening to Locked On Wizards, part of the Locked On Network, your daily news from local experts. I'm Becca Winkert, also known as BeccaMVP on Twitter, on Instagram, just in general, in real life. I've been thinking about changing my name, my last name, to just MVP. Maybe I should change my middle name, haven't, <laughs> haven't thought about it too much. But that's how most people know me, where you can find me. Anyways, if you missed the first part of this episode, make sure that you check it out. It was posted a few days ago. This is the continuation of the fan and media reactions to Wizards President and GM Ernie being fired. Surely you've heard of it by now, if you have not, then um, I do encourage you to make a Twitter account, maybe subscribe to the Washington Post, follow Shams on Twitter, um, just be on the internet. Uh, Yeah, that's um, a pretty easy way to find out what's been going on in Wizards basketball world. Seems like the season was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back for owner Ted Leonsis, and now the Wizards will be searching for a new GM in the meantime. Also searching for a new GM are the Pelicans, Timberwolves, Suns. Well, not the Suns because they just signed their interim GM, James Jones, for real. But now, most recently, the Lakers are looking for a new GM, and I'm sure everyone has heard that by now. Magic Johnson has parted ways with Jeannie Bus and the Lakers after a couple years of being the president. There was a huge media frenzy the other day when the news broke for a lot of reasons. One being that Magic Johnson quit his job without actually telling his boss. Instead, Jeannie Bus had to find out through the news, like the rest of us. Total ouch. The way he chose to exit his job was by holding a 45-minute impromptu press conference. When media members asked him why he didn't tell her if he told her, he explains that he didn't quit to her face because he loves her too much, she's like a sister, and she probably would have ended up convincing him to stay somehow. He also said that he'd kind of like to go back to just being Magic Johnson instead of being president of the Lakers. And to justify this he said he wants to make comments about the state of the NBA openly rather than facing backlash like fines for tampering and things like that so to sum it up he wasn't happy with his job and he left I mean could you imagine quitting your job without telling the people you work with and just making an announcement on Twitter kind of what that sounds like but I mean that's just me anyways This will somewhat affect the Wizards' search for a new GM because the Wizards were considered one of the more desirable general manager slots available until Magic quit. I mean, let's be real, with the Lakers' legacy and LeBron James being in L.A., it might be a more competitive market now for the Wizards to find someone to take Ernie Grunfeld's place. On the other side, the Lakers have a young, talented team with a decent amount of cap space this year this summer which is pretty appealing and looking at the other side the wizards have bradley beal who just came off the best year of his career and now the team has some cap space after getting rid of keith morris otto porter john wall may or may not come back next season but if you're a wizards fan you know john wall can't stay out for too long so i highly believe he will make a return next season but that being said The Wizards will be in competition with the Lakers in finding a skilled general manager, so it's going to be a wait-and-see game for us. I hate that game. I hate waiting and see. I want results immediately, but you know what? We waited for so long for Ernie to get fired, so now we can wait a little longer to see who his replacement will be. Now that we've prefaced this podcast with a little GM search update, we're going to pause for a quick break, and when we'll be back, we're going to be hearing more from media and fans. See you soon. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in to Locked on Wizards, part two episode of the Ernie Grunfeld news. A um, little late. This did happen about a week ago, but it's great that we can keep updated on the The Lakers losing their general manager, the Pelicans, Timberwolves. The Suns do have um, a GM, as mentioned earlier. Back to the Wizards firing Ernie, let's continue getting our opinions. So first on this podcast is Troy Halliburton, who does reporting on the Wizards. Let's hear what Troy has to say.
3: Hello, Becca and the Locked On Wizards family. Uh, This is Troy Halliburton from Truth About It, uh, checking in to talk about Ernie Grunfeld uh, finally getting the axe uh, from the Wizards organization. So uh, Ted Leonsis uh, announced uh, earlier today that the team would be moving on from uh, team president for life, Ernie Grunfeld. After uh, 16 years as the team's uh, president and leading the team to pretty much nowhere, um, the team hasn't won 50 games in the last 40 seasons. And uh, pretty much uh, this, you know, was pretty much overdue for what the Wizards need to do uh, in moving forward. Uh, The first step was, you know, to to get rid of Ernie so that uh, the team can, you know, finally start the rebuilding process. So uh, we'll see how this goes uh, from here on out and, you know, whether there will be more changes to come. Um, there's still uh, the question of um, will what what the new GM will do with uh, head coach Scott Brooks, who uh, Teleonsis seemed to sound uh, pretty much non-committal with uh, when asked about it earlier today. Um, in the meantime, um, uh, Vice President uh, Tommy Shepard will be taking over and helping run the team until the, until uh, Ted. Uh, finds uh the final replacement um I think he said that they're gonna the team's gonna hire a search firm to help them um through this process so we'll 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 see how this is going to turn out uh but the the first step is getting rid of Ernie Grunfeld and you know that 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 has taken place
2: so after Troy recorded that clip, he told me that it was pretty weird talking to himself. He didn't like it, but I, <laughs> I feel like he did a great job. I kind of liked that he um, had his solo. Anyways, when Troy says rebuild, it gets me thinking this is a start to a new era in the Washington Wizards franchise, but how much are they gonna rebuild? Who's coming in? Are they going to fire the coach? How many players from last season are going to come back? I mean, most of the people on the roster are not in a bind with the Wizards because they were on the last year of their contract. The only people that are really set in stone unless they get traded are John Wall, Jan Mahimi, Bradley Beal, Troy Brown. Everybody else is pretty much, should I stay or should I go? So that's going to be a thing when the GM comes I'm just wondering how much of the team is going to be intact for next season when I think of rebuild I'm wondering okay how much of a rebuild is it like half a rebuild is it a full-on makeover I mean it's just going to be crazy to see that's what I think when someone says rebuild Thank you so much for your thoughts, Troy. You're the best, but you don't have to hear it from me. I'm sure you know. We have another media member, Corita Parks, who has some thoughts on what transpired. And let's take a listen.
4: This is Corita Parks. I'm an NBA reporter specifically covering the Wizards. You can find me on Twitter, at Corita C. Parks. I am shocked that the Wizards fired President Ernie Grunfeld. Not because I don't think it should have happened but because it took so long for this to occur. After 16 seasons he is gone and the fans seem to be really happy about it but they've been calling for this all season. If you really think about it under his tenure the Wizards didn't win 50 games. Although they went to the playoffs they never made it past the second round and In addition to that, they missed the playoffs this year. I just really think missing the playoffs this year was the final straw in addition to all the injuries and issues that have occurred. And then if you think about all the trades that happened and the contracts that he put out there that haven't panned out. I mean, you have John Wall who's going to be out for an entire year and he's on a Supermax deal. So the Wizards are financially strapped. It'll just be interesting to see how they move forward from here. Who are they going to choose to fill that position? What are they going to do in the NBA draft? How are they going to handle Bradley Beal? I feel like there's so many questions to be answered.
2: There's a lot going on with the Wizards. She definitely brings up a good point. Speaking of trades, I'm sure you all remember earlier this season, the Wizards and Suns had a trade and it fell through concerning the Grizzlies. Ernie Grunfeld kind of served as a middleman between the Grizzlies and the Suns. I guess there was a miscommunication between who the Grizzlies were going to send out to the Suns, either Martian Brooks or Dylan Brooks, and apparently Ernie, or somehow it got miscommunicated. The Grizzlies were told that they were gonna send Martian, but the Suns were really talking about Dylan and we were going to deal out kelly Oubre and austin rivers ultimately that trade fell through because there was so much miscommunication ernie panicked and had to trade kelly Oubre jr and we got areza moving forward from the suns but you know it's things like that that really make me question ernie only because it's it's just like this is professional basketball you know this is not you know amateur hour you should really be on the trades and you know there should never be miscommunications. I don't care if both their last name were Brooks. It's just it's just wild that a trade fell through because of that. In addition to that there were a lot of trades this season. 25 players in and out of that locker room. I mean after this year I feel like it was just too much. I think the direction of the team was lost. I think the locker room, like too many players going in and out of there. It was just out of control. You know, that's basically how I feel. I'll never forget Woj tweeting out that tweet where he said, the deal is dead, the trade fell through. And it was like the most dramatic thing late at night. And it was just, it was a memory. I definitely won't forget that. So now that we heard from Karita and Troy, we're going to hear from Deolante D who's an up and coming media member. He's a fan. He's fun. He always has great takes. So let's see what he has to say.
0: My thoughts on the Ernie Grunfeld firing is simply this. It's about time. It was long overdue. It's something that should have been done, but better late than never. Um, now, Ted can bring in a GM. Hopefully that GM gives the Wizards fans some excitement with a plan for the future. And we going from there. But this is a step in the right direction. And I give Ted props when props is due.
2: While that's most certainly right that Ted did make the right decision, fans were very unhappy, and a lot of season ticket holders that I spoke to were unhappy as well. They actually told me that they were not going to, they did not plan to renew their season tickets, and I think that really showed when it was time to renew them towards the end of the season, but I did notice that a lot of advertisements, like the Wizards were really pushing for people to renew their season tickets and advertisements during the game, speaking on the fact that maybe a lot of season ticket holders were following their word and they weren't renewing their season tickets. So that's crazy to think about, but Ted did make the right decision. So we should give him credit where it's due, maybe 10 years too late, but you know what? Better late than never, I'll take it. We've heard from Deolante, Corita, and Troy. We're gonna pause again for a short break and when we come back, we will hear from a few more people, so stick around. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to Lockdown Wizards, part of the Lockdown Network. I'm your host, Becca MVP, and now we're going to take a listen to some other fans and media members. Let's take a listen to Brendan Smith, who according to his bio is a depressed Wizards fan, and me too, Brendan, so show us what you got.
0: Hey guys, it's Brendan here. Um, yeah, so I'm very okay. I don't want to say I'm happy that anyone ever lost their job, right? Like, we're we shouldn't be actively rooting for someone to get fired. Uh, but, but I can say that I was eager for there to be um, some changes made in this front office. And obviously, Ted Leone's has made the right decision and cutting ties with him. It's been. A wild ride for him during his tenure here. I mean, you can make the argument that um, he actually wasn't that terrible of a GM. You know, we had the injury bug in the Gilbert Arenas era. And then now here again in the John Wall era, which has caused um, both teams to miss the postseason. The Wizards have missed the playoffs twice in the last four years, which obviously um, doesn't meet the expectations for the goals that Ted has set out for the team. And, you know, he's stuck to his guns and he let him go. So, It'll be interesting to see what direction they go in the summer. Will they bring in someone that they're familiar with or will they make an outside hire? But the one thing to remember, guys, is that it's going to it may take a while because Wall is going to be out for years, year. So we can't expect immediate results. Uh, a couple things I would keep an eye on for is if we can get veterans in here um, for lower contracts uh, to add some talent around Wall and Beal, that would be great. Um, how do we draft? You know, what positions do we address? And um, overall, just do we see a culture change? You know, are guys coming into training camp and, um, you know, all that kind of stuff? Are they happy? Do they seem, you know, upbeat, ready to get after it? They're going to have, you know, a lot to do next season with, like I said, Wall being out. So um, just the immediate things that I would expect from a new change, you know, watch how guys' moods are. Um, how do we draft? How do we look in training camp? And um, ultimately, what's going to happen with Scott Brooks? I think that's something that could be changed. Yeah yeah guys I mean, I'm happy right now I'm I feel a little bit of relief you know the weight has been lifted off the shoulders of this fan base that has been suffering and wanted him gone now for so long and now that he's actually gone, I mean it's almost it's it's really hard to understand and come to terms with but I'm really excited for the direction that we go in next. Just remember guys, we gotta be patient.
2: A loaded answer to a loaded reaction I should say to the firing of Ernie. Brendan brings up so many good points first and foremost I'd like to say that he is right you know we should never be celebrating someone getting fired and losing their job but in order for this franchise to be healthy it was necessary of course this system that Ted Leonsis and Ernie have created for these players you know if you think about it we've had a lot of great players in and out of this locker room and the system was not working it was failing Although it's not nice to cheer that Ernie was fired, it obviously did need to happen. I'd also like to talk about how Brandon said that we will need to be patient. He's absolutely correct. It's no secret, you know, we've got cap space issues. John Wall's not coming back for a while. The season isn't going to start off where, you know, we're coming in hot and things are going to change. We don't even know who's going to be on this team next year. Like he said, who we're drafting, what's what's in store for this team? So this is just the first step. It's going to take a while for them to regenerate and get people that will be able to thrive in a new system. I did see on Twitter the other day that Brendan said he thinks we should re-sign Jeff Green and I'm with him there. You know Jeff was on a minim- minimum contract. He is a veteran and he does know what it takes to win. So I think it'd be good to keep him around. I'm not sure about Areza or any of the other vets that we've had but I definitely agree with the veteran comment. Last but not least I feel like you know it's great to have a change of scenery. It's really great for the players that are staying to kind of get this cloud that's been taking over their careers out and i think regardless that will be beneficial last but not least we have up-and-coming media member josh kirby and his take you should check out his podcast you should check him out he's really great always has good insight so let's see what he has to say what's up josh
1: this is josh kirby host of the josh kirby on sports podcast Thank you once again to Becca for having me on the Locked On Wizards podcast. I really love what you all do and enjoy listening each and every week. Um, As you know by now, Ernie Grunfield has been fired. And it's about darn time. The Wizards were seriously j- just looking like a mess. And I think Ernie was the source of the problem. Uh, I I'm on the fence about whether Scott Brooks should get fired or not, but um, uh, one thing is for sure, they really needed to get rid of Ernie Grunfield. Um, after last year, he got an under the table contract extension. They the Wizards made it to the first round of the playoffs and lost to the Hawks. No, excuse me, the Raptors. But this year, they didn't even make the playoffs. Like injuries were an issue. They had 25 different players that Scott Brooks had to coach. And um, uh, I think in order for the Wizards to get better, they definitely needed that new president because Ernie Grunfield definitely wasn't getting the job done. Um, We have Scott Brooks. If they decide to keep him, then it's going to be a make-or-break season next season because Scott Brooks hasn't been too well, in my opinion. I mean... I he has made it to the playoffs. Don't get me wrong, but still, I still think that it's a make or break year if they decide to keep him. And um it, it's just gonna be interesting to see what the Wizards have to bring next year. But um I'm hoping that with Wall and Beal healthy, that um they'll be great for the Wizards and they'll do great things, hopefully take the team to another playoffs and um it's just going to be interesting to see but um once again i'm josh kirby with the josh kirby on sports podcast thanks becca so much for having me and go wizards
2: well first and foremost go wizards thank you josh so much you always do an amazing job he's really developing and putting himself out there with his podcast and his podcast is really wonderful the josh kirby podcast so definitely take a listen to that if you're interested. I agree with him as well. I think now that Ernie's gone, a lot of fans are starting to wonder what's going to happen with the coach. But I don't feel like the Wizards will get rid of him just yet. I feel like firing Ernie was a huge change. I don't, I don't see Scott Brooks leaving the season, maybe halfway through the season. I just feel like they owe him too much money to just drop him. We'll never know. I, I thought for sure they wouldn't get rid of Ernie, but they did, so here we are. If you have any thoughts, comments, concerns, questions, anything at all really, just hit me up on Twitter, at me on Twitter, at BeccaMVP. This has been another episode of Locked On Wizards, part of the Locked On Network. I want to thank all the fans and media members that hooked me up with their audio clips on how Ernie got fired, their reactions, their takes, everybody had great takes always fun to react to those. So thank you so much. Thank you all for listening and I will see you soon.